your exit isn't over until you're fully engaged in whatever comes next. Mm. Think about that, Jared. And, and whether or not your business owner selling, and that's what this was was kind of tied to, or you're just somebody who's retiring. Either way, the concept is there: is that you're not fully retired until you're engaged in whatever's next. You're not fully done with this transition out of a business until you're fully fully into whatever's next. And I I don't want people to hear like there always needs to be something because I need more money, because I need more whatever, but there has to be creation. I think that's the key. That was Ben Tages talking about the art of creation and how retirees or transitioning business owners always need to have the next thing. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here, co-host of Retire Repurposed. On behalf of Ben Tages and myself, thank you so much for joining us here today. Well, the world will tell you that when you retire, you are done creating. It's now a time to live the life, live the dream of leisure. And the more of nothing you do, the more you're winning in retirement. The truth is this concept is unbiblical and foundationally untrue. In this podcast, Ben Tages will talk about how it's our duty and privilege to utilize our time, talent, and treasure to continue to create. And he will explain the difference between chasing the, quote, next thing, and biblical contentment. Enjoy this episode. All right, folks, welcome back to the show. We're so glad that you're joining us here on Retire Repurpose. We have a fabulous show on tap for you today. We are going to talk about the art of creation. This is going to be a a little bit of a different message than you've heard in the past, but uh, we've got some really interesting uh, topics and talking points to walk you through today on the show. Just a reminder, we have really uh, dug deep on this idea of mindset over the past couple of shows. Uh, Three episodes ago, Ben and I talked about the dangers of gap versus gain thinking. There's a great book out there by Dr. Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan called The Gap and the Gain. This is really about um, always comparing yourself to ideals versus looking in in reverse and saying, how far have I come in the last month, six months, years? How, how much have I evolved? And uh, Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy talk about how entrepreneurs and high achievers typically always set, you know, don't give themselves enough credit. And this that's called gap thinking. And so we talked about the the importance of gain thinking, not only for entrepreneurs, but really retirees and pre-retirees in general. Then we talked about how gain thinking and gratitude intersect. And last week, we talked about the power of your words and your voice. Ben Tages joins me on the show now. And Ben, this came from basically a client story of yours, uh, a conversation you had with a client where this lady basically never used her voice throughout the entire day and kind of how that made her feel and why your voice is so important for the life of a retiree. Yeah, it, it, we tied into isolation, but it was deeper than that. It was deeper than just um, being isolated. It was how important it is to to speak. Um, and, and it was it was just my mind was blown when she shared that with me. She said, um, "When when I." realize the next day why I felt so off. It was really clear. Mm-hmm. I never actually said a word. I never actually opened my mouth to speak. And yep. I would like to, you know, th- think back to a day that you've spoken very little maybe, and maybe you've never not spoken at all, but mm-hmm. maybe there was that day where you were just, you didn't, you didn't use that, use your voice at all yep. and uh, how you felt. And I think just realize how important your voice is. We had a number of points that we talked through, but one of those is that your voice creates value. It can build others up 
and this whole idea of creating, that's going to be a great segue because we're going to talk about that um, here today. But if you missed that episode, if you missed the upper, up other episodes where we talked about the gap and the gain, go back, listen to those shows. If you're on iTunes, if you're on Spotify and you haven't subscribed yet, uh, please do so. By the way, if you just leave us a quick positive uh, rating or review, that really helps us out, kind of spread the word on this idea of retiring with purpose. So today, Ben, we're going to talk about the art of creation. And this is really uh, something that's been on our hearts. We're both reading a number of books, and they talk about this whole idea. We're entering, as of the, 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 the recording of this podcast, the end of a year. So I think kind of you know growth, development, that's kind of on everybody's radar as we uh, approach the beginning of a new year. But let's just kind of start off by talking about um, this whole idea of creation and why this is so important. Yeah, Jared, I think it's important, and, and I, I think about it a lot because um, – it's kind of the antithesis of what many people think of when they think of retirees, mm-hmm. right? And, and every time you're reading something, and the same thing with me, is like I'm trying to apply it to, yes, myself for personal growth, but also to retirees. It's like what what exactly and how does this apply to you know one of my clients, one of the people I talk to? And I think about um, many people, whether they were business owners or they were people who worked a nine to five job, not a full, you know, they just did work almost every time they were utilizing creation, which added value. Mm -hmm. And I think about the ultimate creator and I go back to the story right in Genesis where, where God created the heaven and earth. And I think how we're creating God's image. Mm -hmm. So it's natural. It's completely natural for us to, to look and, and be our best when we're creating. Yeah, I, th- I think so. And I, I would say um, I, I feel that. I notice that. Um, you, know, you always say, Ben, what's your best days at work? You know, probably wasn't payday. If I were to answer that question, my best days at work, whether I'm at work physically or or at home, it was when I was creating. I it, To me, rest days are fun, but the, the days that mean the most to me are the ones where I've added value. I'm using my skills, my time, my talent, my treasures in a way to impact other people. Yeah, and that rest day, right? We talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. That is that is fun and that's enjoyable because you did some creation, you did some work. So, yeah. And I think that's, you know, if you listen to our stuff, that's kind of at the, the heart of what, why, we, why we feel this is such important work mm-hmm. is, is the worst thing you can be is somebody who... Um, ends, you yeah. know, and, and is done. And I think um, there's this um, idea that, that I've shared with many exiting business owners or um, people coming into retirement that that really, and, and I believe it, that arriving is the, the absolute opposite of thriving, mm-hmm. right? So when you feel like you've arrived and, and you're done, you stop thriving. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's key to a mindset, whether you're selling a business, whether you're retiring, yeah. um, you, you cannot feel as if you've arrived. Yeah. I, we, we, I've read this before and I've, we've mentioned it on the show, but I think there was one boy and boy, I can't remember who it was, but they said creation is the highest form of existence. And again, to your point where, you know, God is the ultimate creator, uh, you've been made in his image. It's in your DNA to create. It's not an accident that you feel at your best, so to speak, um, uh, when you create and add value. But I think a point to that is that, you know, creation just doesn't happen by accident. You know, again, as we're kind of approaching the end of a year, you know, if if, you've, if you're spending some time and reflecting on this this past year, hopefully it was a great year. Hopefully, you know, you're you're saying, man, that was an incredible year. Um, here are the here are the good things that happened. You know, here here are the things that where I moved the needle in my life. 
Um, that done, you don't just wake up feeling that way. I think if you follow the world's ways, creation and 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 the ways of the world just don't go hand in hand, do they? No, not at all. I, you know, I think, um, and none of this happens by accident. I think when the reason we feel so great mm-hmm. when we've done things, when we've been fruitful, um, is because that is. You know, I do feel the closest we can be mm-hmm. to how God made us in his image. Yeah. And um, I'd encourage anybody listening, go back and, and read Genesis and read um, just how, um, you know, when God sat back and said, it is good. You know, what I've done here. Um, it, it wasn't done, but it was it was good. Yeah. And I think that's so, so important that people can realize and tie it into their own life. It's like, oh, that's why. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel so good after a hard day's work. That's why. Um, rest was so it's so fulfilling yeah. it's because there was work tied to it and unfortunately in our society today um, with everything from retirement to people just feeling as if they've arrived and I'm done to even government handouts I think it mm-hmm. is part of the problem and create and I think it creates more problems sure. than it does solutions yeah yeah absolutely uh, let's talk about kind of this this first point here you, you've, you've alluded to it already just a little bit if you read Genesis, <laughs> Now, right away in Genesis 1, it's very clear, you know, God created and he looked back and he said that it was good. And you posed a really interesting question, you know, as we were preparing for the show. You said, was he done? How would you answer that? Well, I'd say notice what he said. What it said in God's word is, you know, after God created, he sat back, he looked, he said, it is good. He didn't say it's done. Hmm. He said, it is good. And I think what's really um, cool about that is, what what I believe happened is now the creation story is handed off to us, right? And anytime I'm I'm working with with people, whether it's stewarding their their time, talent, or treasure, it comes back to okay, God gave you this new role. Now He handed the creation off to you. Okay, now whether that's you stewarding money, financial resources, or your time, which we know is the most valuable of all those, or um, certainly your talents, and that's what you're good at, mm-hmm. right? Those things you are stewarding, and you are going to continue to create and make things better, yeah. and that's the only way to be fully fulfilled. You, you, this reminds me of, we, we attended a fundraiser um, this fall, and the keynote speaker at the end of her message was you know, doing the ask. And, you know, it, it's, it's pretty common in the Christian world where, you know, you're, you're asked to, to give funds and, and help support, you know, different uh, organizations. And she said something that I thought was pretty interesting. She's like, and you probably heard something similar, but she's like, you know, God doesn't need your money. Uh, whether you choose to give or not, God's going to, he's sovereign and he's going to do what he needs to do. But the, the beauty in you giving is you get to, and you choose the word partner. You remember that? Explain that because that's kind of what we're talking about here. Uh, God doesn't need us to fulfill his promises. What he's asking for us is to partner with him. And I think this goes back to your point of like, he's kind of handing the keys to us in, 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 in ways. Yeah, for sure. I it, It's 100% doesn't need us to accomplish his works, mm-hmm. but we get to partner with him. Right. And it's like, I think I've shared this story before, but I'll share it again because it was so impactful to me. I was sitting by a young lady at a, at a different fundraiser, um, young lady, meaning I think she was like in her mid eighties and she gave me this, uh, this analogy. She said, Ben, we don't, when, when we give money and you can look at this, whether it be financial time or, tre- or time town or treasure, mm-hmm. she said, look at it like it's and, and right now, a lot of people are baking Christmas cookies, Jared, think of it as if your granddaughter 
is coming up to you. This she was a, a grandmother, and your granddaughter is trying to help bake cookies. Grandma doesn't need mm-hmm. her granddaughter to help her baking the Christmas cookies. She's going to do probably almost better, better without. Yeah, but. What the granddaughter sure. gets yeah. is to be partnering and to make and create these Chris, amazing Christmas cookies. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Grandma is is just beaming, beaming with yeah. that. I think that's a it's a great um, it's a great picture mm-hmm. of I think what what God looks at when we use both mm-hmm. our time, talent, treasure. When we use that stuff to honor and glorify Him, it's not that He couldn't accomplish with without you. Mm-hmm. It's that. You are being who you were created to be, and you are creating um, more of just whatever that is sure. to to make a difference in the world around you. And he sees it, and once again, he's saying, "Good job." Mm-hmm. I mean, right? I mean, it, it is. I, I just get goosebumps when I talk about it because I think it's such a great picture of what we hope people mm-hmm. do in retirement. Yeah. yeah, you always bring up the the parable of the talents. That that's a, like a staple story and uh analogy that you always bring up where you know again you had uh two of the sermons they 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 multiplied uh they 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 multiplied and the one didn't and the one that didn't was called a sloth uh and and was told to get away do you think it's like people's duty to create how would you how would you size that up in 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 your head and your philosophy yes absolutely Mm -hmm. why god made you you know if, if you're just here to be status quo and not make change um, then, then yeah, I think you're falling short of, and you will get that answer, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm convinced of that. I mean, uh, every time I look at, yeah, yes, it's best for how we feel about ourselves, right. um, and that's important. Um, <laughs> I'm always at my best when I feel like I've accomplished something, mm-hmm. but but I think it's also important for when we when we see when we meet our Maker someday. Mm-hmm. I don't want that answer. There's a key point to that parable. I think many times goes goes missing is that when the master gives the answer to the two that had multiplied, they got the exact same answer. One had turned five to ten, right, and doubled. The one that had two talents also doubled. But one was entrusted with less, but had had done the same in the master's eyes, right. got the same answer. The only one of the servants who got the slothful answer mm-hmm. was the one that did nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's a really important point, and I think that that should be uh, that should give you peace, uh, knowing that whether you're an entrepreneur, uh, whether you're no matter what your vocation is, whether you have a lot or a little, um, the end goal isn't the fact of how much you get or 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 multiply. It's the fact that you're just in the game, so to speak, trying to create. Yeah, you have to be taking that step to say what and and do do an inventory. What mm-hmm. if, what do I? have to offer the world what do i have to offer my family what do i have to offer the community around me and then do something with that yeah absolutely uh the next point we want to make is what's next you mentioned it already you said arriving is the enemy of thriving talk about that quote dig into that a little bit more and then get into this book that you've been reading and telling me about hi everyone if you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault listen up We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... 
Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Yeah, I, I don't even remember where, I, where it came up with that arriving is the enemy of thriving. It's not mine, but I love it because it's so true. And whether or not you're coming into retirement and you feel like, hey, it's been my goal my whole life is to get to retirement and I feel like I've arrived. By the way, that should be a warning sign for you. If that was your goal, mm-hmm. your, your work wasn't right for you, number one, but also you didn't arrive. You just made a change in your lifestyle, right? So arriving is the enemy of thriving. And, and some people, if that's selling a business, and, and that's where I'm looking at it today. Mm-hmm. You know, I've worked with two different uh, recently business owners, and, and one of them has become a good friend. And most of the people I work with end up being that. And, and he gave me this book and recommended me a book that I hadn't read. And once again, I'm digging in. It's called Finish Big by Bo Burlingham. And he had a quote near the end of the book that I just love. Um, he says, um, it's in the, the last chapter, one of the last chapters says, your exit isn't over until you're fully engaged in whatever comes next. Mm. Think about that, Jared. And, and whether or not you're business owner selling, and that's what this was was kind of tied to, or you're just somebody who's retiring, mm. either way, the concept is there, is that you're not fully retired until you're engaged in whatever's mm. next. Yeah. You're not fully done with this transition out of a business until you're fully fully into whatever's next. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want people to hear like there always needs to be something because I need more money, because I need more whatever. But mm-hmm. it, there has to be creation. And I think that's the key. We can't feel as if we've arrived. No, I think that's a that's a really interesting point because, and I, I like to hear that because I've always kind of been that way where it's like the next thing, the next thing. I've also been accused of, well, you know, you can't be at a place in your heart where you're discontent, where you always have to have the next thing. Talk about that a little bit, Ben, because again, you preached it. You, you preach contentment a lot on this show. Contentment is a huge part of the repurpose platform, right? So that's a piece. So how does somebody, you know, juggle being content, which the Bible is very clear on, but also having this mindset of creation and having kind of the next thing in mind? Well, it, it isn't about what you have. It's about why you have it, Jared, first of all. I mean, I think that's key. Now, why do I want growth? Why do I want to continue to start with the next project? Uh, it, it isn't because I'm uh, discontent. It's because I, I want to continue to grow. I want I want to continue to add uh, to society. I want to make things that I'm doing um, I, I want to fulfill why I was created. I was created to create. So if, if my goal is just to catch up with the person that has more than me, yeah. if my goal is because I want to um, you know, conquer the world and I'm putting that in front of my family, in front of my faith, then I think it's a problem. Mm-hmm. But if you're just creating because you love it, yeah. um, then, I, then I see far less of a problem there, Jared. Yeah. I don't think people, I think sometimes contentment is um, mis, misconstrued. It's like, well, a content person is just going to sit back and do nothing because they have everything they Correct. need. Yeah, exactly. it, that isn't it. Yeah. It really, it's, yeah. it's, it's misconstrued. When we look at contentment, it talks about that really clearly in First uh, Timothy. It says in First Timothy 6, 6, it says, but godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into the world and we can take in nothing out of it, right? And that's true. 
um, we, we should be content. And I think um, we, we can't take it with us. But that yeah. doesn't mean that you can't be trying to achieve more and grow more. Yeah. Um, what are you going to do with that achievement? What are you going to do with that growth? Yeah. I think there's there's always that, that disconnect with contentment and mm. I'm not going to say laziness, but sure. um, we should be trying to create mm. and grow. I think you, you, you said a key word there a couple of minutes ago, and I wanted to bring it up. But it's this difference between need and want. If you need the next thing to be happy, um, to me, you're in you're in kind of the the red flag area. If we're ever in a position where it's like I have to have that fill in the blank for me to be happy, you're in you're in a very very gray area. Entrepreneurs, people with a growth mindset, people who want to utilize their time, talent, treasure, they do it because they want to. I think wants. A lots of times get uh, a bad rap. I want I want the thing. I want to grow. I want to build. I want to help. I want to do those things. And I think if this is me personally, I, I I've kind of like I've kind of um, apologized for the things I want. Sometimes I think God gives us very clear um, draws of our heart. So if you want to build and grow, take that as like a, a, a God wink, saying, "Hey." Let, let, let's roll with that. Um, I think as we as we as we do it, it's because we want to, and we're. I think you're you're almost paying homage to your creator more so when we follow those things that we want. But I think again, going back to the discontentment uh, conversation, I think there's a if if you're in the need zone, there's a there's a there's a disconnect. If it's if you're doing it because you want to and you're wired that way, I think that that's a. That's a big, big difference between needing and wanting. Yeah, and I think another cautionary thing that as you're talking, I'm thinking through. Um, my wife listens to the show, Jared, and I know the first thing that she'd remind me is um, those projects, those creation things, the dreaming and all that stuff, yes, it's who God made you. But when I move it in front of my family, when I move it in front of my relationship with God, when I start to um, kind of move that stuff behind, mm-hmm. that's when, again, another red flag is – it's the need want idea, and it's also at what cost, yep. and and then followed up with that is so that what right? I think too many times um, when we're when we're looking at what we're doing, um, we forget to add a so that to it. It's like, I, I, why are you doing what you're doing? And continue to go down that question. It's like, well, I, I want to do this so that I want to do that so that this and that can happen because I think it's important um, that. We tie in any of the work we're doing into some um, reason, and if that if if I'm trying to create more and have more, so that I feel good about myself, and that's the end goal, mm-hmm. that that's a huge red flag. So, get, like, give an example of that. Walk us through the mental exercise there. What what would be like a healthy way of of using the so that statement? You use use a use an example of a business owner, right? So it's like you have a business owner creates a, a, a viable successful business uh, and now is moving on to the next thing what what's a healthy way to use that that growth mindset and using kind of the so that statement so Jared I'd say something like so you're selling your business not only you get to the why of what they're doing it much quicker by saying so that right so I'd say so that and kind of pause you'd usually get it well so I can spend more time with my family it's a little bit you know less stressful less stressful yeah. blah 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 so that, and then it's, well, because I think they need more of me in their life. Hmm. Okay. Number one is why, but so that, and you follow that up with, 
I I can begin preparing them to get the wealth they're eventually going to get, mm. so that well, so that the what we have doesn't end up destroying their families, or it doesn't end up mm. not being stewarded the way that you know I I believe it should be right and followed in with you know how God's commanded me to steward this wealth, sure. and you just continue down that that drive, and eventually you get to the point, um, and I, I, don't, I don't I don't know this ever ends. Right, yep. that discussion sure. of so that I think you continue to question yeah. and ask why am I doing what I'm doing, and and it, it's just a great follow up question. I, I think this is a, such a cool conversation because this is really like the antithesis of modern day retirement. Everything that we talked about on today's show, and probably ninety what ninety nine percent of our shows, Ben, you know, is, is going against the template, so to speak, on what retirement should look like. Um, let's just spend like the last minute or two and just kind of just d- d- juxtapose like retirement versus this idea of of creating, of always being a, in a mindset of creating, not because um, it may make you more money, but because really at the end of the day, it's really what our lives are supposed to be all about. Well, you can do the same scenario on the on the negative side is like he asked a retiree. So why are you retiring? And yeah. they you try to get this Oof. so that and, and why. And it's if you get the answer. Well, so that I can do more golf. Well, mm-hmm. okay. So that what? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it ends pretty like, quickly. Yeah, question right? two, yeah. So again, I think it's important that you can answer the question of why you're making that life decision. Mm-hmm. And if you're making it so that you can simply enjoy endless rest, mm-hmm. I, I know from experience you will be unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. I know that there needs to be something much deeper than that. Society's going to say by every everything that you look at is like the happiest people are the people that have nothing nothing on their schedule that's not true that's true for about a day maybe a week but believe me you you will not be fulfilled if you're so that is so that i can just rest all day Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.